Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. This morning as we worship. As they opened the roof, they dropped him in the center where Christ was sat. And the lady's name is Amanda. We bring we bring praying for a lady here. Jesus looked at their eyes. As we're looking at my eyes. And he said to them, your faith. As I'm looking at your faith now. That Madiana is going to be well. The roof was open, Father. We're dropping down the sick before you. <laughs> that you alone have seen our faith. This lady's functioning starts now. And the Bible says that the intestine started to breathe. This lady, we don't know her. I don't know her, Lord. But the intestines will start and there will be life. Because our faith, because our faith, because our faith is setting us free. Because our faith that we are standing in prayer now. Someone suffering of COVID, situation of cancer that has taken place in your body. Jesus looked at their faith because he knew it is possible but he's looking at your faith and he's looking down to us that Madiana will be well. It is well. Because we are standing in a holy ground where Ronnie disappears, where the Holy Spirit stands, 
there will be more of him. There will be less of me. That there will be more of him. Because the faith that he rises in us. He wants to rise through us. That we may see. As we drop Madriana down. They came in agreement. And that is what we've come to. We've come in an agreement that God of mercy can do it again. Can do it again. Can do it again. Can do it again. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. In Jesus' name of a living God I don't know who I'm talking to but there is a miracle happening and it's not part of what I've come to preach but it says faith your faith your faith is what he's looking at your faith is what God is looking at it's been a good 18 months since COVID since COVID invaded what God's plan is. But God is saying, because I know the roof is open and you've come down to me that we are dropping something before God. Jobs are being reinstated where hope has been no hope in the COVID situation. God is still God. I'm talking to you. Let God be God. Don't waver from what God is doing. Don't forget that He is God. That He is God. Father, we thank you that let your hand touch someone this morning today in Jesus' name. I want to welcome you all to this house where we minister only love in a hurting world. Love in a hurting world. Please open with me so that we don't waste a lot of time. Could you get my phone out? Obviously, I bring you love from Shiloh, pastors here, love from all the ministry, love from Micaiah here, <laughs> love from Aaron, and I thank God for everything. This morning, I'm drawn to a book, to a gospel that I ideally wanted to know and investigated more and we're going to read from Luke chapter 17 verses 11 to 19 I'm reading from King James version and it came to press 
as he went to Jerusalem. But he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men. Ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, <laughs> he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. <laughs> Woo! Jesus. 15 he says, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, Turned back with a loud voice and glorified God. Jesus, he glorified God. 16. And he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. <laughs> And Jesus answering said, Where are you not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Jesus, as we draw down to this word, Jesus, that you may heal someone today. someone today. Don't send someone out, God. In Jesus' name. Well, I have been investigating about these lepers. Ten lepers that stood aside far off from where life has rejected them, life has thrown them out of the obscurity of new things, of the community. You've been thrown away, you've been, you've been rejected. They were rejected, were thrown away with, with a disease that I've been looking into called leprosy. Echigenge, in my local language. Many of us have got that. You don't know what you're passing with. We did not know. Jesus doesn't tell us the addresses. He doesn't tell any more identification of these men. He doesn't tell about the names. He doesn't tell about the kids they had. We do not know. But all we knew was they had a problem. Isn't it a problem when people just put you aside because of your dysfunctions? Qualities of life are thrown you away. 
and you're thinking, who am I anyway? This is what the Bible says that they were alienated. They were, they were thrown away. They were rejected. Far off from where the city was. Far off where the church was. Far off where many jobs are. Far off. You're on your own. You're in a world crippled. That everything that you're seeing around you doesn't make sense. Situation does not make sense. The studies that I'm doing don't make sense because I'm rejected. I'm born in this family. My sisters don't like me. My brothers don't like me. Life has thrown me away. But you know, Jesus, have mercy on us. That's all they knew. They knew that this chance has come to us. We can't let it go. And all we need was Jesus. And I was investigating that why did Jesus send them away? Why? Jesus would have said, yes, I'm here. You can be healed now. No. And I'm saying, why did Jesus not stand there and say, look, your leprosy is gone. Be healed in my name. And you're healed and you're gone and rejoice. But he says, go to the priest and show yourself to the priest. Why? I'm caught up of just one of them that turned back. One. Were they not ten? Where are the nine? Where are the nine? Where are your brothers? Where are your sisters? Where are the things that you're familiar with? Where? This one leper is different from the lepers that we read in 2 Kings 7. These were wise. They were sat in the city gate. They spoke to each other. They whispered. They whispered, I always want to read them. And when I read them, this is what they did. This is what they did. This is what they did in 2 Kings chapter 7. Yes, chapter 7. This is what they said. And there were four, there were four leprous men. And they entering the gate and they said, One to another. Why sit we here until we die? These are different lepers suffering the same disease because leprosy has put you into a place that you cannot express yourself anymore. I'm speaking to someone who feels he's outside of where he's supposed to be. I want to speak to someone. This morning you're feeling I'm an outsider. I've been born in this family, but I still think I am not of this family. Someone. And I kept crying and said, Lord, that COVID has thrown people in places where they've been isolated. Isolated. 
COVID has thrown you to places where your breathing is needed by just a machine that is helping you. You're surrounding yourself with a normal. You're saying this one knows me anyway. I can still smoke because, you know, these guys know me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tied around situations that can only know me. This is what these lepers did because we are 10 of them and rejected because of some informalities, low esteem, mistakes they've made. Some crisis that went through them farm. Jesus, have mercy on us. You're sitting here with a situation that you only know. But you know Jesus. I want to tell you, don't give up on Jesus. Do not give up on Jesus. Because of the things that he only knows. And as I was investigating these and comparing these lepers, and I'm thinking, but these other ones were different from these ones, Lord. Were they not? Lepers. They were lepers, but they were put in one place somewhere close to the beautiful gate. And they kept whispering. One day they whispered, they said, you know what? We have to make a move. Can I speak to someone? And you've sat in your situation and you're saying, I really need to make a move. A move. That I cannot stand alone. And a leprosy has taken over my body. And we've walked with tradition. Over the revelation of this one leper who turns back. Yes, he sent them. They walked. Ten of them walked down. But this one leper turning back. And he knows where the priest is. He did not follow them. He told them, go to the priest. But Jesus was the priest. That he had to turn back. To the priest that knows you. The priest that would declare you one thing about the priest. Something about the priest. The priests do sacraments anyway. Priests. Just do sacraments to declare you that you're right. The Bible says that as they went, they were healed, they were cleansed. But something, again, as I was investigating, something was missing. They were not whole. This one leper turned back to the priest after you've realized that, oh my God. My skin is fine. Jesus is sending them like this. And they're looking at their situation. I wanted to turn my message today as a tested faith. 
because Jesus is sending them. That's not what they expected. They're walking with less with what they are born with. Less fingers. Less skin. Less of what they had before. Shy. How would I go through the city? To the other side of where the priest is. The Bible says that as they went. It's not immediate that Jesus wants you to walk anyway. You've got something that is troubling you. But Jesus is saying, can you walk? Can you walk? Jesus is sending someone. I know you're expecting something from me. But there's somewhere I want you to go and represent me to the other side of the river. That Jesus is still God. And as they entered into the city, then the famine is in the city with these other wise men. And they sat down. They're saying, no one is giving us any more. Shall we die here? They're asking themselves. They whispered. And if we sit here, we will die anyway. You know what? Now therefore, let us just walk into. The Bible says that they entered the city anyway. They grabbed what they needed. While all these people were asleep. You have got into a place where you have been comfortable with the leprosy in you. With a leper in you. You sat in church. You sat in a relationship. Your marriage. And you're thinking, I do have something that I have to deal with. Because I feel I need to speak to this outsider who feels he's not worthy. This leper. Leprosy that you've carried over the years and that you needed a declaration of somehow to be declared clean because this is the message that Jesus is sending them. Go. Jesus knew that they're going to be healed. In their journey, they will be healed. In their movements, that there will be some sort of healing. In your movement with Jesus, you've got this addiction, addiction, addiction that is crumbling you down. We're crumbling you down and you're thinking, God, how can I give up with this? How can I walk with this? I've become a problem in my own marriage, in my own relationships. I've become a problem. And Jesus is coming before you. And I can only do it when you walk. Walking where Jesus is sending you. And the healing is happening as you're walking. So that you may reach your place and you'll be declared. Why is it with the priests anyway? 
something with the priest again. You won't find it in the verses, but you have to dig into the Bible. And priests do only sacraments. Priests only speak about sacraments. How are sacraments done? Way, way, way back. And we're thinking, and the dark outers are writing down. I was writing down. I'm thinking, why did Jesus send them away? Why did they have to go and declare themselves to the priest? What would the priest do for them? What? Many of us have gone to a priest, made our husbands priests. What will a priest do to you? You've got some sort of comfortable in someone. You've got someone you have laid everything to someone. You've forgotten Jesus. You've forgotten to turn back as this leper. You're forgetting to turn back to the creator. You're forgetting to know who Jesus who Jesus is who Jesus is in my leprosy who is Jesus in my need who is Jesus when I carried all these elliptic problems that I was waiting for Jesus and I always go back to a testimony of this young girl she kept walking with it. She fell down at universities. And always, it drew me back that Jesus knew it. He told her, walk with it. That in the midst of that, I will do something. And some of us are waiting to Jesus to do something immediately. No. Jesus is telling you, you've got to walk. You've got to walk. I'm not ready to do it now. You have to go and show up. Because in the midst of that journey, I have done it. I stumbled into something that you won't see it in here, but it is in, 19, it's in Numbers 19. Somewhere in Numbers 19, I think from verses 1. Where Jesus is sending them the priests. To the priest. What did the priest do? This is what they used to do. They, they used to get some sort of a heifer. And they used to burn it. A heifer that had nothing to be with sex. Nothing that has not sinned. A heifer they had to pick. Handly picked. Handly picked. Heifer. Young. Three years old. That they had to make a sacrifice before God. They burnt everything. Eliezer and Aaron, my priest. He had to take those ashes to Aaron. And they put it into water. And that water would purify you to be declared clean. But that is the old tradition. This is what this one leper picked up. He says, I've got to turn back to the real priest. And we are not turning back because we are going with the tradition of the revelation that this boy picked up 
He says, hold on a minute. I should turn back and go and tell him. Jesus asked them, where are the nine? Jesus is asking him, were you not ten? Were you not ten that I sent to the priest? The moral of the story is, how many of us are still walking? How many? And you've left the real priest at the back. Because you're going with the old testimony. And you've left the priest at the back. We've forgotten who Jesus is. We tied around with situations. We felt so much outside of the normal. Sometimes you want to fit in where you think people will always see you. God took me to the journey where I was working on this big piece of land. And there, he says that I've sent you. The one of the things with my jobs that I do is I'm, I'm separated. I'm given a job to do. That once that job is done, then others can come in and prove what you've done. And I kept walking with it. I kept walking. Miles to put this right. And especially somehow, we see that they did not have a lot of questions, but apart from them appearing, God, I need your help. I need your help. I need you to clean. That's not what I expected you to say. To go to the priest. What would the priest do to me anyway? Because I'm not clean. I'm still walking with it. Wherever I fall, I think that I'm dying. My skin is gone. I'm crippling every minute. I am dying in my own skin. My mind, my thoughts, my family, my dad, my mom. I've got no relationship with someone like that. Let me speak to someone. That your relationship with someone is gone. In your marriage. But you can walk with it. As I reflected back to the death of Floyd. And I said, you know what? I've got to pray for the soldier who knelt on him. Because that's where Christ is looking. When the church gave up. And they did not walk. As he's walking now because Jesus is telling him, go and walk. I'm claiming your labor while the church is tied back. Why did he have to kneel on his neck anyway? And I'm looking, that could have been my son. That could have been someone's son, but a mistake is done anyway. 
What is Jesus saying in this situation? That your victory is in the midst of your walking. And you knowing that the priest has ordered you. Which priest anyway? Now Aaron. Christ Jesus is my priest. That I'm thinking that my leprosy is gone. Who do I turn to? Do I have to go to the city? Do I rejoice here? Do I? Where is my testimony? Where am I going to give my testimony? I'm going back where it started from anyway. It started with Christ. That's where we want to go. Jesus, have mercy. Jesus, have mercy upon us. Someone should cry. You are on that bed. You do not need to walk that journey. Christ is right there where you are. And he's saying, you are free. The Bible said they were healed. They were cleansed. But this one leper was made whole. Holiness is what you are and I looking for. How can I be holy? How can I be whole? And then I stumbled. The tithe came back to give thanks to God. Were they not ten? But just one. One tithe that came back to give God the glory. You want to take the, the hundred? I want to speak to someone who's struggling with bringing back to what God has done in your life this morning. Which priest will you go to? Is it your wife? Is it your kids? Is it your, your home? God is saying, go and get that mortgage like this when my finances are not right. How can I get the mortgage anyway? Because my credit is not good. I failed every credit, but he's saying you try one more time. Walk. Go. Show yourself to the priests. Someone has to take this. He's sending you to go and get your mortgage. And you're looking into your accounts. They don't tarry. My job. Got two jobs anyway. But I can't see even the deposit. Jesus says, Go. <laughs> As you're closing your eyes this morning, Jesus is speaking to someone with leprosy. Leprosy that has taken up places. Who is your priest? Jesus 
is your priest. And he's looking at you and saying, is that how it's going to end? No. This tithe that came back to Christ, this tithe that came back to give God, that God wants to make someone holy this morning. Holiness is what he's looking for. They were healed. They were cleansed. They walked towards the priest. They were obedient. Obedience, everything you've done in obedience, but there's something that is missing in your life that you will not get anywhere. You will not buy from anywhere until you turn your life to Christ, Father, that you may trouble what is troubling us, Father, you may confuse that that is confusing us to come back to your holiness oh father this morning this afternoon touch someone lord jesus have mercy on us have mercy on me have mercy on this shiloh church have mercy on my pastors we are walking and father we need holiness because holiness will complete us. Holiness will make me whole. I might be stuck in some sort of familiar manners of ways that I've not given up. But Lord, when I know you, when I know you, when I know you, when I know you, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. And I know that I cannot give up on drinking. I cannot give up on smoking. I cannot give up on womanizing. I cannot give up. But you've told me to walk. And I'm walking in obedience, Lord, that I've come back to you. I've seen you. I've, I've declared myself. I've known you. You in my work, in my job, Lord, that I cannot give up because I've not been made whole. And Father, we've recognized that you're the priest that we need. You're the priest that I need. You're the priest that my friends need. You're the priest that my wife needs, my marriage needs, my children need. Jesus, forgive us, Lord. Because we've gone astray. We've walked away. We've walked away from the tradition. We've taken their hundred. We've forgotten to come back to give the tithe. The tithe is what you're looking for to make whole. Yes, you've made people clean. You've healed them, Father. But this one message of one leper who was made whole and turned back, he knew that I've got to go back. That I'll be whole. Thank you for healing our children, oh God. Thank you for leprosies that you're healing. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon and I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website www.shiloh.org.uk and don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms 
Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Shiloh LDN. Once again, that's at Shiloh LDN. You've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London, changing lives, building dreams. Until next time, God bless.